You are Locked On Tar Heels, your daily podcast on the UNC Tar Heels, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hark the sound at your favorite Tar Heel voice. Welcome to Locked On Tar Heels. As always, it's a great day to be a Tar Heel. I'm your host, Candace Cooper. Thank you so much for joining me today. Do yourself a favor. Make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast from anywhere. You can also join the fun via Twitter by following at Locked On Heels or me personally at Candace D. Cooper. So here's what I have on tap for you guys today. We are going to go over North Carolina women setting, getting ready to face Alabama after landing a 10 seed in the NCAA tournament for the women. Then we got some key players, key games to recap from Wisconsin. We're going to take it back to 2015 today, talk about that a little bit. Are the two teams the same, the Badgers and the Tar Heels? Of course not, but we're going to reflect on it a little bit and then figure out where we can go from here to get that win come Friday. So let's get right into it. Happy Tuesday. Hope your day is gone really well if you have not had a chance to get outside get some fresh air I highly recommend if the weather weather is fitting I want to take some time to actually mention that swimming NCAAs is starting tomorrow I've had the opportunity to attend an NCAA tournament for the swimming side and so of course I want to wish those ladies good luck this week as they head to their destination going to Greensboro don't have to travel far but I'm excited for them to swim fast and I look forward to checking out all that they're doing so that's my little aside because you know I gotta gotta represent the home team a little bit so let's talk about women's basketball the Tar Heels are seated 10th in the region the hymns fair region that's what we're gonna call it because um this word's looking a little crazy today and they'll face the number seven seed alabama on monday at noon in san antonio texas in a first round game that will be broadcast by espn the ncaa tournament appearance will be the 28th one for carolina's program but coach Courtney Banghart is certainly excited to see where her team is at, saying, quote, we're excited to know that we that this challenging season will end in the NCAA tournament, which has been our goal all along. As you know, their motto this season has been hashtag in pursuit. Carolina is looking for a way to build back that acclaim that it's been missing for so long. They've had some great wins this season, but some very questionable losses that leave you scratching your head, trying to figure out who this team is. And of course, if you've been listening to this show anytime this year, you've had me go on and on about the women and the men being in cohesion when it comes to being great and being in cohesion when it's certainly lopsided for no reason other than, man, it's COVID-19. It's an awful year to try and have any sort of melt, like smoothness when it comes to teams, right? It just doesn't happen. But Coach also mentioned that the group had worked really hard and continued to improve all year, which definitely happened. Unfortunately, got knocked out the first round of the ACC tournament, caught sleeping with Wake Forest, who will also be in the tournament this year. So not a team you can sleep on, but you can't hang our head. Got to keep pushing and get ready for a great game come Monday, again, at noon in San Antonio. So Carolina's only won one NCAA title back in 94, and they are looking to maybe creep in to a, let's go for a, I'd be happy if they made it out of the first round. I ain't going to lie to you. Like, we're going we gonna to keep it a ban on this show. We're not going to go too far-fetched. Sometimes I get a little over-eager. But, hey, I'm not sleeping on them. I'm just being a realist. I'll be certainly excited if Carolina can beat Alabama, right? The Tar Heels have faced the Crimson Tide in the tournament on two previous occasions, both in second-round games played in Chapel Hill. One in 93, where Carolina beat Alabama 74-73 in overtime, and then in 99, where Carolina beat Alabama uh, 70-56. to So it's not like they're not used to beating 
the Crimson Tide. It's just they have to do it here and now in this day and age, Every all things being good for them, playing consistent as possible. But Carolina last met the Crimson Tide, beating them 83-77 in Tuscaloosa in 2019. So they're used to beating them. That's what we do. But how are we feeling about the women's chances? Again, there was a strong showing from Melissa Utsby in the ACC tournament. She had a career-high 23 points. We know that our senior Janelle Bailey is not going to take that extra year that the NCAA is offering all of the uh, athletes this year. And she, she's going to go out with a bang. She declared for WNBA draft. So we're going to have to give her at least one win. right? Let her feel some tournament love because we know Carolyn's program is a little off. Right, last couple of years have been a little off, hasn't been ourselves. So I'm hoping that we can let her and Stephanie Watts and the like just have another great win under their belts before they hang it all up again. Ceiling is the roof. Don't know where they're going to end up. I'm not going to take it away from them that it's not possible, right? But I'm a realist, <laughs> and I've seen this Carolina team too many times take themselves out of the game for themselves. They have to be able to defend a little bit better. They have to create some offense, and that's certainly just two key things. Like I, I believe in our free throw. I believe in our limited turnovers. I just think you got you got to make some shots when it matters. So, do you think UNC will make it out of the first round? I would love to know. Hit me up at Candice Cooper at Locked On Heels. Tell me what you think. Would love to know your opinion, right? I think it all comes down to who's dialed in every single day in a tournament, who has that mentality of surviving in advance. All you got to do is your job, period. Do your job, excel at your job, make sure that you leave nothing on the table when it's all said and done. And hey, you might wake up a champion, you might not. Cool. Either way. I mean, you've clearly beaten a number one seed in this tournament before. It's possible. You're just going to have to do it multiple times. <laughs> okay. So no pressure, but pressure. So here we go, Heels. I, I believe in us. I think we can do it. Just take it one game at a time, right? Cool. So if you're traveling in San Antonio, make sure you stay safe and you hit up rockauto.com for your all your auto part needs, right? It's a family business serving auto part customers for online for 20 years. If you go to rockauto.com to shop for auto and body parts from hundreds of manufacturers, they'll have you hooked up. They got everything you need, right? The rockauto.com catalog is unique and remarkably easy to navigate. Quickly see all the parts available for your car and choose the brands and specifications and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always reliably low. And the same for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Why well, spend up to twice as much for the same parts? Man, I don't even know. That That just doesn't make sense to me, right? Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Locked on in the How Did You Hear About Us box so they know we sent you. Amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Get more of the sports news you need in less time with our new Locked On Today podcast. Peter Bukowski hosts Locked On Today, a daily podcast breaking down the biggest stories with analysis from our experts. Start your day with all the sports news you need in under 20 minutes. Subscribe to Locked On Today wherever you get podcasts. North Carolina men's team, as we know, is a number eight seed in the NCAA tournament in the South region. And, you know, listen, see, nice, a nice regional name, right? <laughs> I mean, cool about Malibu for trying to be different because, you know, San Antonio vibe, fine. But, I mean, damn, South, West, Midwest, East, I, I like that. I flow with that a lot better. They'll be playing the number nine seed, Wisconsin, on Friday. The Tar Heels and the Badgers will play at 7-10 on Friday on CBS in Indy at Purdue's Mackey Arena. 
So get your get your bags packed, get yourself ready to go, pack all your masks, pack your hand sanitizer, all that good stuff, and get ready to cheer on the heels. I was figuring they would be weary about having fans, especially with how the ACC tournament went out. I'm thinking like, okay, we've seen some tournaments where people had to go, you know, a little early, even in the Big uh, 12, right? So Kansas had to go and scoot on out of there. So I'm thinking, hey, maybe they should limit the fans. I don't know. Because... Airborne disease, airborne virus, all that good stuff. But here we are. We're moving. We're acting like nothing, nothing's happening. So we're going to keep going. I'm praying for a full tournament. I want everybody to play. I don't want anybody to get have to be out of the tournament because of COVID. I think that's just awful, right? I think everyone should win or lose by having to play who's in front of you. So that's what my hope and prayer is for certain. I don't want a first-round bye because of BS, right? Cool. Wisconsin is currently a 1.5, 1.5. 0.5 point underdog with their money line set at plus 105 and the over under is set at 139.5. So if you're looking to bet, betonline.ag, of course, you know that I'll talk about in a bit. You've got to go there, sign up for a free account. It's going to be a tight one. We know good and hell well. We don't know which Carolina team this is going to be. And I just believe that Carolina is coming with it. But so will the Badgers. So let's talk about the last time that Wisconsin and Carolina just happened to meet, right? So it wasn't exactly just your everyday average lineup, right? It was some really exciting people on this roster. Justin Jackson, Kennedy Meeks, J.P. Tokoto, uh, Bryce Johnson, Marcus Page, Theo Pinson, Isaiah Hicks, some ballers, Joel Berry, Nate Britt, Joel James, Weren't, weren't some, you know, scrums on the team. So I'm just saying, and when you're thinking about Carolina and who they were back then and who you think we got now, put it all in perspective when I go over this 2015 recap, right? And again, Wisconsin didn't have no slouches either. Had a Frank Kaminsky, Sam Decker, Nigel Hayes, Bronson Koenig, and Trayvon Jackson, who were on a mission in 2015. Good, good for bad, better or worse. They were on a mission to beat everyone in front of them. Though down, they were never, ever <laughs> out of games, which was quite frustrating, as you saw for the Heels back in 2015. They met in the Sweet 16 Back then, and Sam Decker helped propel the Badgers to a 79-72 victory. North Carolina, North Carolina came out strong, right? They were jumping out to a 33-28 lead right before the half, thanks to an 11-1 burst. But the Badgers battled back, Decker tipping in a shot. Y'all remember the halftime buzzer to make it a 33-31 contest? And so it gave them life. Whoever has course the last shot of going to have you feel like has the momentum and all that stuff blah 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 or you get you let the people know that you at least have some life right the Wisconsin team was holding it together as best they can and they ended up building a five-point lead with under 13 minutes to play and never really let go as I mentioned those guys from again Kaminsky, Decker, Hayes all those good good players there was one thing that sticks about one thing that stuck out about their ability to win down the stretch, right? They never let themselves get out of games. And one thing they did so well was they made their damn free throws. When it mattered, when Carolina thought they could creep back in, being only down by one, hitting two shots from Marcus Page, they really just couldn't get over the hump when they fouled because Wisconsin was making them damn free throws. Try to tell you. Remember this here. Okay. Sam Decker had a career-high 23 points and 10 rebounds, while Kaminsky added 19 and Nigel Hayes had 12. The team shot back then for 46% 
for the game, but the Badgers had improved to a 58% in the second half and made 20 of 23 free throws. Carolina only shot 46% on the entire night, and they were just okay for the free throw line, shooting 66% and 61% from three. So, like I said, we're, we talk, we've we been talking about free throws all year. We talked about the Florida State game, how free throws were kind of a, cr- a crutch and a hindrance from us getting back or winning that game. And I'm just, okay, I'm just trying to tell you. <laughs> it could get close and it could get chippy. And I just don't want Carolina to get their feelings hurt when you know what it is and what it ain't. All right, Bryce Johnson and Justin Jackson scored 15 points each for the four-seeded Tar Heels, who got within, again, one by the four-minute mark remaining, but they just couldn't retake the lead. Kennedy Meeks was even get, coming off an injury and helped to get in Frank Kaminsky's face, but of course got into some foul trouble, and that ultimately took him out of the game. And of course, Frank Kaminsky, that's probably the highlight of his damn life, 2015 run. As you know, they went on to go into the finals after beating, taking down the colossal undefeated Kentucky. I'm saying they took out Goliath and then left Duke. You know, damn. <laughs> that was just an awful year. I do not like Duke, as we know. But more importantly, I cannot stand when they get into finals and they have the opportunity to win a championship, which they ultimately did. I mean, I can't even, like, scrum on Quinn Cook, who come off the bench and win a championship. You know, it's just like, uh, all right, cool, right? I don't have to worry about that this year. Thank the Lord, because they're not in the tournament. So, fine, cool, whatever, what have you. But I just think it's crazy that, right, if we all going to talk about 2015, should have been the Kentucky Wildcats. Yeah, Wildcats? Is that what they mean? Yeah, Wildcats <laughs> winning the tournament. Thankfully, Wisconsin took them out, but they didn't have nothing left. They didn't have nothing left for that finals game. And we know. I mean, you know, Hoopers know. If you guys have watched The Last Chance You, which I highly recommend, this is a complete aside, you know between a Hooper and a basketball player. And clearly, Kentucky has some Hoopers. Even Wisconsin had a couple. So a couple hoopers. I won't even say they have they had some couple players, but they had some hoopers. Duke had players and they just got lucky, right? They didn't have hoopers. Let's let's just keep it a band, all right? All right, cool. Glad 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 we had this talk. <laughs> but either way it goes, Carolina lost to Wisconsin last time they were in the NCAA tournament. We're gonna shake those vibes. We're gonna shake all that bad juju out of the way. 79-72 losses just something that we cannot handle. You know, I would love for a Caleb Love to give me some Marcus Page energy. Hell, give me Nate Britt energy. I'll take Nate Britt because at least I know that joker going to make some threes every now and again. Okay? Joel Berry, finding his way. Give me that RJ Davis vibe where you're quick. <laughs> you don't run up and just shoot and you don't have a plan when you're dribbling. Like, I would love – I hope they're calling each other, right? Like, hey, bro, I remember when we played them. They still have the same mentality. They still run the same scheme. X, Y, Z. Like, I just hope. That's what the Tar Heels are doing right now. Theo, we could use all your energy, bro. Help this team, help the bench, help these guys figure out how to be hype when it matters. Right? Justin Jackson, God, if I could use a Justin Jackson right now to make a three. Whew. Father Lord. If I could use a Bryce Johnson to just be a bully in the paint. Right? Okay. Some J- I would even take JP to give me some dunks and spark, spark some energy. I wouldn't take Kennedy Meeks, so I can't jump. Okay, cool. Got <laughs> Glad we had this talk, all right? 
But unfortunately, right, that's not who we have in front of us. And who we have in front of us are guys that I have very much confidence in. As I mentioned time and time again, I think they're going to do all right. I think they're going to do all right. I just think that they have to figure out who they are and stick with it. Like, pick a side. If you're going to be inconsistent, that's cool. Own it. I'm cool. I'm, I'm cool with that. At least I know what it is and what it ain't. I just don't know who's going to show up here on Friday. And that's unfortunate. Like, I, I have a hint. Like, I really feel like the team that has been working hard towards beating a Duke twice, towards beating uh, Virginia Tech, and towards beating a, who am I trying to say? Ooh, there it is, Notre Dame in the last matchup. I really feel like Carolina is that team who's just like, listen, we're down, but we're never out. I feel like that's that Carolina team. <sighs> I feel like, we're, but we can't rely on refs to get poor ref refereeing. There you go. Can't rely on poor refereeing <laughs> to take us out of games, as we saw with Carolina and Florida State. Because as we have been in the news, six of the referees who went to dinner have now tested positive for COVID and won't be refereeing. So they're going to have to bring in the B group, the B squad. <laughs> so they might not be as sharp as the people that we were used to seeing. So who even knows at this point how it's going to go? So we can't rely on the refs. We have to rely on just t- taking up teams out of games and keeping them out of games and never letting it be in doubt. Don't even let them come back in. Don't even let them think they have an inkling of being in a matchup with us. That's what we have to do. <sighs> Can we do it? Lord only knows, but that's what we have to do. You know, I'm feeling, I'm feeling hype. I'm trying to hype myself up. So that way it'd be le- it hurt less and less when I get disappointed. Cool. Y'all, y'all been there. <laughs> exactly. All right. So if you guys take your talents, as I mentioned, Carolina is currently a 1.5 favorite over Wisconsin. Make sure you bet online at betonline.ag. The fastest and easiest way to bet on all sports action. Football might be over, but NBA, college basketball, and the NHL are full swing. Bet online even covers awards, TV shows, and reality TV. Real-time update odds and props on almost anything you can imagine. BetOnline has you covered for all the new scores and odds. It's the best way to place your bets, and it's free to sign up. Head to the website betonline.ag or use your mobile device app to sign up today. Receive a 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. And if you're feeling real mad, right, let's get into the madness because it's Built Bar Madness. I've been telling you about Built Bar, the best tasting protein bar ever. Low calorie, low sugar, high protein, high fiber. Amazing if you want to do it for the keto diet. 100% covered in chocolate if you need a little sugar on the side, okay? That is where I'm here to tell you about today's matchup. Make sure you go to at bar underscore built on Twitter or go to builtbar.com so you can vote and see which matchup, which bars are battling each other. Go and vote on them. Let's talk about the ultimate winner as we gear up for the tournament. If you use promo code LOCKEDON20 to get 20% off your next order, you can and will get the best tasting protein bar ever. Check out to see who won today's matchup and who will become the best tasting protein bar. I'm trying to tell you, that's where it's at. Head to BillBar.com. Make sure you check out all of these podcasts, Locked On Podcast Network, Locked On Now, Locked On Today. All these great opportunities to hear some of the best and brightest from around the country on your favorite teams, right? If you go to at Locked On Pods, you'll see all the plethora of opportunities for you to find the podcast of your choice. But more importantly, you got to leave a review for at Locked On Heels so we can get on up there in the polls. It's always a competition here, right? We keep it love, but we want to be the best. Leave the five stars, leave a review, do whatever you got to do to make sure you rep your set, okay? So as we leave today, let's remind ourselves that Carolina's in the 18 and 10 on the year. Wisconsin is 17 and 12. What will they ultimately do? 
Who knows? I don't think that Carolina is the same team as 2015. I can assure you that Wisconsin is not the same team of 2015, but yet they're facing each other and they're going to have the same type of grit. We're going to hear the same storylines about how COVID has impacted them and how they had an up and down year. Wisconsin has beat some pretty good teams this season, right? They have beaten some dogs. They beat Louisville in the ACC Big Ten Challenge. They beat Michigan State. Right, they have beaten Miss um, Indiana, Minnesota. So they've had some really good wins. They've beaten a really good Rutgers team. They lost a close one to Ohio State. They've beaten Maryland, who's in the tournament. They've ultimately had to beat, you know, a lot of again, a lot of good teams who are not playing games when it comes into this current tournament. So they held their own against Iowa, right? But Iowa is Iowa, and Michigan is Michigan. However. Nothing matters in the regular season anymore. It's all about tournament energy. So I think Carolina is going to have to bring their A game. We saw a glimpse of hope for the ACC tournament that they could win multiple games in a row. I know that's that's basic, but hey, we take what we can get around here. They won multiple games in a row, so it's possible they're just going to have to win one in front of them and then get prepped for a game like Baylor. So here we are. One game at a time, surviving advanced mentality. Who's going to show up? Which team? Hopefully it's the consistent one and not the inconsistent one. So we'll have that conversation more as we head into the weekend, or excuse me, head into the end of the week as we gear up for Friday again at 7 p.m., 7.10 to be exact. On CBS, Carolina will play Wisconsin. We'll have three keys for you, and then we'll preview the show. We'll recap the show, talk about what went good, what went bad, and we'll get ready for the next one. So there it is. There was, there's what have you. I hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Make sure you download, subscribe to the podcast from anywhere at Locked on Heels. Talk to me at Candace Cooper. I'm here for you. Cool. Hope you guys have a great rest of your day. Stay smart. Stay safe out there. Wear your mask. And as always, go Heels.